time since this morning. <laughs> anyway, I promised you a little story, and I'm gonna kind of, I'm not trying to tie this to the universe per se. I, I'm just kind of sharing how my brain worked. For me, I believe the universe had a plan. For you, take it or leave it. I just wanted to share kind of a fun little, yeah, ripple effect story. Yesterday on, well, I've noticed the last couple weeks, one of my friends, my Zumba instructor friend that I was telling you about, has been sharing, and maybe someday I can get her on here so you guys can meet her, because she's, she's pretty freaking cool. But she has worked on her own family. She's a she's an advocate for um, nutrition and like really clean eating and homeopathic treatment. Like she thinks that her mother in law had COVID and she had treated it with, and we're, and we're talking about like a seventy something year old lady, and she treated it with essential oils. And um, now understand the family eats very well and nutritionally and part of where this story started was the beginning of March we went on a trip together and we spent a lot of time talking and she has some some really like brilliant results and thoughts and beliefs and whether they're for everybody or not just no different than my style it could be for everybody or not probably not everybody, um, she, she didn't want to necessarily put it out in the world from a place of, you know, she wasn't looking for confrontation or debate or to have to defend her beliefs. Like, I can totally understand that because that's unfortunately the world we're living in a lot of the times is people are so freaking judgy and have to be, you know, right and, and whatever. I mean, I experienced this today. <laughs> I literally said in a conversation, so we're not aligned in our thinking, so I shouldn't speak. I'll just listen. Like, that's how I felt because I wasn't going to get into an argument or confrontation. Anyway, she's kind of of that, of that kind of way. She's, you know, she's pretty private. Hopefully she won't be mad at me for telling you all this. But so I challenged her and told her that, you know, her, her messaging is beautiful. Her beliefs are impressive and she's done a lot of work. It's not like she just made up this stuff. I really think that she has this gift where she can marry, you know, symptoms or problems with a remedy that isn't drugs. And I'm not a fan of drugs, even though I have to take some, I'm not a fan. So anybody that has an alternative like her or like Dr. Eamon, and the messaging's clear, guys. Like if you're out there doing the work, digging into it, this isn't a new development. It's new to me, relatively new. And and my open-minded to it started, here we go, the freaking evening, evening yawns, started with a book called Clean by Dr. Somebody. And... And then once I started hearing that message, anyway, it shows up. So it's a very valid thing. And I think that she has this very special gift, but she's not, you know, as, as 
maybe outgoing or wouldn't challenge the world. You know, like she's doing good things. And I just saw that her, her message and her experience had to be shared with the world. Now, mind you, I'm in a lot of classes that I have people telling me my message is important and reinforcing that. So I was sharing that encouragement with her and what had happened and why I'm telling you about this is because I started noticing she's, she's showing up about it. She's sharing stuff on Facebook. She's becoming a voice and we still haven't had a, like a phone conversation or anything yet to catch up. It sounds like there's more going on, but what the connection I wanted to make to gambling and to our behaviors and who we are and, 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 especially relapses on some level. So here's the deal. I quit gambling in 2013 and I stopped gambling until uh, late 2015. And then I went on my gambling shit show for 2016. And then I started, you know, the universe kind of delivered solutions to me about how to get to treatment and I quit in 2017 again. And through that transition and through that time, it became clear that I needed to move back to New York. The way that the job happened, the way that I needed to kind of change my environment because I'm pretty sure that if I had stayed in Kansas City with the mindset that I had even getting out of treatment, that I would have switched from gambling to to drinking because my drinking was already pretty ramped up. Maybe not if I was on the developmental path that I've been the last few years, but I don't know. I, I'm glad I didn't risk it. So anyway, so I come back to New York and it's just so funny how the freaking universe works. I come back to New York and I go to the old Zumba class that I went to before I left with an instructor that I think she was one of my first Zumba classes ever, another instructor that I love dearly. And she decided she couldn't teach us on Friday nights anymore. So cue in my other friend. She takes over the classes. And now mind you, it was suggested and I thought about auditioning for that class. But I chickened out to be completely honest. And I didn't have a lot of time to practice. Like if I had practiced more, I probably would have got there. But Laura, the instructor who moved, was so freaking amazing and so high impact for a brand new instructor to take over. It wouldn't have been fair to the students. So anyway, so I didn't, I think I backed out of the interview or something. But so then we get my friend Danny. And She's amazing. Like, fell in love with her instantly. Her energy, she's just got this, like, magical vibe. And we connect on so many things. So, if I didn't relapse, I wouldn't have went to treatment. If I didn't go to treatment and get this job, I wouldn't have come back here. If Laura didn't change classes, I wouldn't have met Danny. If Danny didn't meet me and we didn't become friends and we didn't take this trip to New York and we didn't have this conversation, maybe Danny's not sharing her message to the world. That was the beauty of the story because she, you know, she had said to me, she's like, thank you for the push. 
and, and that conversation. So I'm not saying that I had everything to do with her journey, but I would like to think that I helped get her think about things different. So that's a big difference between using Gambling Bobby and, and Bobby now who's really trying to find the best in people and to encourage people. And now that I found my self-confidence and, I mean, most of it, I still am insecure about things, don't get me wrong, but now that I recognize, like, it's not about a competition, it's about just really building people up, each other, we should all just be building each other up, and I think the world's getting better, I know the chaos maybe doesn't feel so like that, but if you're listening for it, you can see each other, build each other up, and it's no different than, you know, I... I've, I'm always talking about um, Recovery Elevator and, and Paul and all that stuff. And I tell him that he's, I've said this to him, I'm like, Paul, you're impacting the gamblers because if I didn't find you, and again, if I didn't come back to New York, if I didn't go to the center, if I didn't find his podcast, like all these things, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. Like, if I didn't find his podcast, I wouldn't have had this on the radar. Maybe I would have landed here eventually, but I don't really think so. I don't know that. I don't know. It's just weird. So his ripple effect is impacting anybody that I impact because he impacted me. And that's that's what is so beautiful about what's happening right now. And I tell you this because I want you to think about when I tell you that you're exactly where you're supposed to be, and even if that means you went back out, and now mind you, this is not a blank check, but if you were to go back out, and you know, it takes a couple times to get in your rhythm and to do things on your terms and when you're ready, it will have value. If I stay quitted, is that a word, from my 2013 so many things would not have happened the way they happened. That's the way I believe it. I wouldn't have been here in New York. I wouldn't have been to treatment. I, you know, I just, so many things wouldn't have happened. So think about that, that you are where you're supposed to be. But also think about that when you stop gambling and you find your voice, how can you be playing part in this ripple effect? What, what good can you do? How does it translate into, and it could be as simple as your relationships with your children. You know, I, I think I mentioned this morning how childhood trauma is part of what defines our cat, you know, our, our characters. So let's say that you are a parent who gambles and you're not home for homework, for bedtime, for whatever, because you're off gambling. You don't know if that child's feeling, well, so-and-so, you know, mommy, daddy, they don't love me. They're never home. They never tuck me in. They might have gone through that same experience that I went through with that whole thing with Bob. Like, I'm not worthy. I'm, you know, why can't, why can't I be loved? Why can't I be tucked in? You know, like whatever that looks like, we don't know that that's happening. You know, I didn't know until Danny started posting that, that conversation resonated with her and, and more was happening. I don't know that Paul knew that I would have started a podcast without his, uh, 
mentorship that he didn't even try to do, you know? I mean, he tries to be just an amazing person and he's good for the recovery community, but he really started out to do it for himself. So that's what I wanted to share today. I hope that it resonated with you to see, you know, how we show up in the world. We may not even know it. We, we may not be thinking about it. There was, um, there was a little boy this morning in the store when I stopped to get coffee and he, he rode a bike, he was by himself and I watched him and he went over to the, to the slushy machine and he was kind of mixing flavors and, um, drinking them and dumping them and he wasn't necessarily acting the way maybe he would have if he was supervised or maybe even appropriate. You know, he didn't have a mask on, which was against the rules. He was essentially, <laughs> he was drinking it. Might be called stealing. Um, and I don't really know. I didn't watch him the whole time or anything. So instead of coming from a place of judgment, you know, and this is, this is something that's work, which is why I practice, which is why I'm sharing it with you. Instead of like assuming the worst or practicing judgment, I just asked the cashier to ring me up for, you know, a slushy for him. It was like a buck. Like it's not a life changing kind of thing, but <clears throat> it was, it felt so much better to just change the mojo to looking at this, like he was doing something wrong to let me just try to do something right. And hopefully you know, the, with that ripple effect, let's say, let's say he, and again, I don't know, I'm going to make this up as soon as I, okay, so let's say that he didn't have any money and they busted his chops for stealing and his parent got called out of work and, and maybe his father's a doctor, again, I'm making this up, and the doctor had to come down and pick him up. It's a single widowed dad and had to come pick him up from learning this lesson. And it was your brother or sister on the operating table that that doctor was supposed to take care of. And a, and a different doctor took care of him. And your brother or sister's dead because this kid got in trouble for stealing a Slurpee. Again, totally stuff. But that's the way the ripple effect could work. So now change change the the way the story is written, okay, he doesn't get in any trouble. He goes about his business. He goes, wow, that was, that was okay, you know. Um, he's refreshed. He's feeling good. He goes down the street and somebody, again, I'm making this up, so bear with my creativity pause here. Um, a little old lady dropped a bag of groceries and he helps her pick it up and that just made her day. And she didn't struggle or fall down and, um, you know, cook in the sun because nobody would help her. You know, like, I'm making this life and death to prove a point, but that's how this ripple effect works. And that's what I thought was the beauty of it. And that's what I wanted to share with you tonight. So I hope, I hope you think about that. Like our choices, every action, everything we do creates a reaction of some sort. We may never know what it is, but it's going to create something. So all that being said, today was C-Day. <laughs> Do you want to know 
what the C word winners were? For me, okay, so it's self-care. And again, I'll be honest, when I do this, I'm picturing, you know, for C, checkers, crafts, like actual physical activities. But I guess my audience thinks that it's, it's emotional. So I get a lot of emotional words, like feeling words or healing words. So I'm going to go with that because they made sense. So two self-care, self-devotion words. One was courage, which I love that that showed up so much. I wouldn't have made that connection. And I'm excited because I'm going to be on, I'm going to be on a podcast. I'm recording a podcast this week that has to do with courage. And then I'm also doing a speak, a speech, a presentation. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, on a virtual summit. And my topic is courage and commitment. So I love that that showed up and that's going to be the word, you know, the, the C word of the day is courage. And the other one that really showed up that I just appreciated and I'm trying to learn some stuff. I, I might've mentioned that Eckerd Tolle guy. I'm trying to learn and catch up because in the alcohol free community, they're really dialed into him and his work. So I got one of his courses and that was my homework today was to listen in the car to and from the picnic, which, oh, by the way, was freaking fabulous. I will tell you, honestly, that I did want to drink, not because I wasn't having a good time or whatever. I actually felt a little like not included and, and more so from a, not like everybody was drunk or anything. It wasn't that at all. Like there was red, white, and blue jello shots. Just like at Bob's funeral when we poured the brandy shots, it was more of a, that kind of inclusion. I don't know if that makes sense to you. It wasn't like I had withdrawal or, you know, like anything crazy. Like I said, I didn't need it to have a good time. It, there was nobody there that was drunk. You know, actually half the crowd was probably 70 or older. One of the ladies I was sitting next to, she's going to be 80 next month. Sweet as can be. Like, I love these people. They were so good. Um, so... I got a milkshake. I got a chocolate milkshake. That was my treat for not drinking. And again, I'm just sharing it with you. It's not like weighing on me. The other C word that I liked, which kind of goes to this, is calm. Like, that's a huge self-care thing. And it's something that I kind of have a little bit more than maybe most people because I live by myself. So I don't have, like, I breathe funny sometimes when I have company. I like having company, but it's, it's awkward to me. Like I try to, for example, if I got to pee, I pee. I pee with the door open. I pee whenever I want to pee, whatever. TMI. I know. But if I have company, I might go to go to the bathroom and there's somebody in there. It, it sounds so silly, but it's just one of those living alone, calm, <laughs> that like, that uncalms me when I have company. But when I'm by myself, the environment is calm. I love sitting, you know, by the river and whichever river that could be. There's one, you know, behind our place. And even when I go to Connecticut, there's a park I go and there's a river that I enjoy. I like love that calm. I love my mind not racing. I love that calm. 
So those are two very good good words today. I um, I guess we're going to work on D tomorrow. We'll see what fun stuff shows up. I did. I think you'll be so proud of me. I committed to some more goof-off time tomorrow, although I kind of feel guilty about it, but it's going to be a few hours, and I'm going to golf with the guys. Uh couple guys from group up here. And um, yeah, I deserve to golf for a couple hours. See, tomorrow's our D day, so D deserve. <laughs> All right, beautiful people. Get ready for bed. I will chat to you tomorrow. Thanks for being here.